don't know this, then you're behind the times. The only metric that matters is convenience. Rules apply to you. Suddenly you're an advertiser. It's May 17th and time for your Social and Six update. Yes, another busy fortnight in social has given way to major changes on most platforms, including... Pinterest's first ever live stream test, Twitter's initial tip jar launch, and YouTube's new creator fund. As always, if you enjoyed this episode, then please leave us a review on iTunes and let us know. Now, without further ado, let's get started. Hey creators, let's talk about YouTube Shorts. First up today, YouTube is launching a $100 million Shorts fund for creators. Yes, you may be wondering what YouTube Shorts are. Well, in short, they're bite-sized short-form videos that are up to a minute long. Think TikTok or IG Reels. Now, if you're already in the know, however, you'll be interested to know that Shorts have just launched to all US creators. And while there's no indication when UK creators will get their fix, YouTube has announced plans to distribute a creator fund worth $100 million in 2021 and 2022. It's a tactic we've seen before with Snapchat, which offered a share of $1 million daily to creators behind the highest performing short form content. So why is YouTube monetizing Shorts? Well, it's the same reason any platform monetizes a key feature creator buy-in. If creators know they stand to financially benefit from a new feature or service, it makes sense that they'll put their efforts into making content that's more engaging for the user, which in turn naturally serves YouTube's interests. Keep an eye out for shorts on the platform and let us know what you think in the Facebook group. And the TikTok shop, all you got to do is go on our profile, click the shop basket, scroll down, see what you like. Next up, TikTok is testing an in-app shopping tab. That's right. TikTok's next move is to add a native shopping feature similar to Instagram. According to Bloomberg, a new shopping tab is being tested with select brands across Europe, one of which is streetwear apparel brand Hype. TikTok has made commerce updates in the past, like its Teespring integration for creators or its live infomercial test. But this native shopping feature sounds more like how social users are used to experiencing social commerce. The brands involved in the test now have a shopping tab in their profile where they can list products and prices. Here, followers will be able to select what they want to buy, choose specifics like the size and colour, and add checkout and delivery information all in the app. Of course, this is great news for the many brands and creators on TikTok, but it's also interesting to see the direction for the platform itself. TikTok is quickly becoming much more than a place to create and watch short-form videos, and is following in its Chinese counterpart's footsteps. Doyin pulled in over $26 billion in e-commerce transactions during its first year of launching a native shopping tab. What they created is a social app that lets folks bookmark images that they find around the internet. Next up from Theo, Pinterest will test live streams for the first time this month. Yes, live streaming has been a massive success on social media, and now it could be coming to Pinterest. Between May 24th and May 25th, Pinterest will be going live with some of the platform's biggest creators as part of a virtual event. The live streams will take place within the Pinterest app and mark the first broadcast of this kind from Pinterest. According to the details, Pinterest will be able to go live with up to five guests and have an unlimited number of viewers. And although there won't be a shopping feature built in on this occasion, it could be a consideration for the future. Pinterest itself is continuing to rise in popularity with more than 475 million global users and a string of impressive updates, including product catalog integration. With live streaming capabilities, Pinterest could open the door to a whole new world of discovery options. 
set up your Venmo account on, and I will tip you. I will tip you. He Can you believe that? He thinks I have a Venmo account. He doesn't have. I'm a still account. on MySpace. Next up from Eve, Twitter launches Tip Jar among a small group of profiles. Yes, as you're probably aware, Twitter has been testing several subscription-based features in the last couple of months, one of which has now launched among a small group of profiles. Select creators, journalists, public figures, and non-profits now have a tip jar in their profile. Anyone using Twitter in an English-speaking country can use this icon to send money to these creators and tip them for their tweets. And tip jar supports payments through Bandcamp, Cash App, Patreon, PayPal, and Venmo. Twitter has been vocal lately about monetizing the platform for publishers, and with so many journalists on Twitter, it makes sense. What's interesting is the inclusion of nonprofits, and what is a tipping feature designed to increase the value of content could actually double up as a native donation feature, which public figures could probably use to crowdfund projects or raise money for a cause. It's clear to see how it works for individuals, but I'll be interested to see whether or not the feature will reach commercial brand accounts at all, and if so, what it can be used for. Well, pronouns are a part of the language you use to address a person and they change depending on who you're talking to. Lastly, from Theo, Instagram will now let creators add pronouns to their page. Yes, in a step forward for equality and self-identity, Instagram has added a feature that will enable users to state their preferred pronouns. The new update means users in select countries can choose up to four pronouns from the edit profile menu. These will be hardwired and grayed out on your profile and live next to your account name. Currently, you can only select from a list of around 41 recognized pronouns, a decision Instagram has taken to avoid harassment. However, Instagram is calling on the LGBTQ plus community to submit suggestions for future pronouns they'd like to see. There's also a request list that users can submit to. And while the news is welcomed, many have remarked on how long it's taken Instagram to launch this feature, considering it's been available on Facebook since 2014. Nonetheless, most would agree it's a step in the right direction for a more inclusive world. The marketplace is similar to gig websites like Fiverr, but will aim to be a more robust marketing tool to help snap creators create more robust advertising campaigns and brand activations. And finally, Snapchat announces its creator marketplace. Snap's Creator Marketplace will launch later this month among a small group of AR creators before expanding to include all Snap creators next year. Similar to TikTok's own Creator Marketplace, it aims to help businesses find Snapchat creators to partner with on campaigns, including augmented reality and lens creators, developers and partners. The platform said that later, prominent Snapchat creators with public profiles, also known as Snap Stars, will be included too. From first looks, businesses can search for a creator by location, speciality, the type of lenses they make, and their rates. The benefits, of course, mean that brands can save time researching creators themselves and rest assured that any creators on the marketplace are reputable and endorsed by the platform. Though it's focused mainly on creators working on lenses and AR for now, Snap said it eventually plans to expand the marketplace to include Snapchat influencers, those who understand current Snapchat trends and Snap users' interests, and who will be best placed to help brands with their Snapchat ad campaigns. And unlike Instagram's paid partnership feature, Snap said it won't take a cut of the deals facilitated through the marketplace. Eve, I'm really shocked at how much can change in two weeks. I mean, we always say that social moves fast, but I mean, this is pretty special. But one of the stories that I really wanted to focus on was TikTok and the news of testing an in-app shopping tab, which is absolutely massive for the platform. I mean, I think we spoke about on this podcast a few weeks ago about TikTok and the power of shopping and consideration on there. And I mean, this whole idea of an e-commerce platform, this is something that, like you said, it's very much been on Doyen before. And it's within that Chinese world as well that we know that they're very ahead when it comes to e-commerce and shopping a lot of the time. But to see this coming over onto TikTok, it's, it must be a really exciting future, I think. 
Mm, I mean, we sort of guessed at this coming for a little while and they've like flirted with certain shopping options, especially recently. So things like the Teespring integration, which is just for creators to sell their merch on. And then we've got things like the infomercial test. But this update is the most concrete one we've seen yet. Like I mentioned earlier, it is really similar to Instagram's native shopping tab. But, you know, we've seen how well it's worked on that platform. So I have absolutely no doubt that it would work just as well on TikTok, where we already know that people are buying things. I'm actually really excited to see where this goes for brands and creators because for me it seems like a really natural fit but I mean on your stories as well kind of also in the shopping sphere although we said that that isn't happening this time let's talk about Pinterest live streams because I also read something I think it was only this morning actually that said this would be perfect for a future commerce integration yes I mean absolutely incredibly exciting to see lives emerging on Pinterest Uh, we've always spoken for years about Pinterest being the sleeping giant. I don't even think you can call it that anymore. It is, you know, a, a giant platform with so much potential and one that, you know, as we sort of say, is sometimes underutilized by brands who aren't necessarily using it at the moment. But the brands in that space are clearly seeing uh, value in Pinterest and we can clearly see the value of Pinterest. And I think, yeah, with live streaming, the integration there is definitely there to be seen. It's something that could be quite special in that respect. And we, we've gotten very used to this idea of live shopping as well. And, you know, we've talked about it for a while, but these kind of online social first shopping channels and being able to see and demo a product and then buy it in real time. I think there's loads and loads of directions that this can go in. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's good. It's a good way for them to be able to raise awareness of the most prominent creators on the platform. I think that's like who the live stream's starting with. And I know that Pinterest has been adding quite a lot of new features recently. And the first part of call for something like that, obviously, is to raise awareness of them, which they normally have big creators using. So being able to do that via a live stream virtual event situation, I think would be great. And yeah, if this is something that they do in future, if it goes well, I'd be interested to see how they can then, you know, link products, services while they're talking people through things. I think it's a really natural fit. So yeah, excited to see that. Now we've got some incredibly exciting guests coming up over the next few months, including thought leaders and professionals from Zalando, Deliveroo and the British Army. We are really looking forward to those. And remember to let us know if there are any other brands you'd like to hear from in the Facebook group. But before we sit down with those brands, next week, we'll be joined by Monica Hu, the Director of Social Media for EMEA at Twitch, and we'll be talking all about BAU, aka Always On content, and how to do it well. Thank you for listening. We really hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please remember to leave us a review on iTunes because it really, really helps and allows us to bring you brand new episodes every single week. This has been the Social Minds Podcast with myself, Theo Watts, Eve Young, and produced by Ollie Thompson. 